welcome to the McYap and Fries Movie Podcast. This is Gavin here. And I'm Ian. And uh, this is going to be our year-end special episode. A very, ex- a very special Don't episode. expect anything from us during, like uh, before Christmas, during Christmas, or after Christmas. I reckon we probably won't get anything done till. If we're lucky, we might get something done before New Year's. We might just have a drunken podcast one night, one that will never be aired. Oh, yes, a drunken podcast. We've never done that before. Yeah, uh, well, not in the, actually, last, not would, the last couple of weeks. That's, we, we have been very professional about it the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not counting the Leon Tan episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> for pointing out the fact that we were slurring most of our lives. I mean, you just described the first two years of the podcast. And for anyone who was listening to the last few podcasts and recognized Dave's name, he will have. we have an update from Dave this week as well. Excellent, excellent. We'll be uh, hearing more from our good friend Dave all the way in... All the way in... Ireland? S- sunny, sunny Ireland. It's dark and cold. <laughs> it's like Mordor at this time of year. <laughs> and, um, this week we'll be reviewing... Well, I'll be reviewing Gatcha Man and the Lone Ranger as well as our... Rev- our awards, basically, for the year. Yeah, basically, we decided rather than... Because what we've tried to do before in the past is that we usually try and do, like, a, you know, like the, the best and worst of, of the year. And it we usually have that ready sometime in February. Yeah, and it just doesn't... And by that point, we don't give a shit. Yeah, it just doesn't really work. So what we've done is, is that I've come up with my own little whatever um, uh, categories for the end of the year, and Ian's done the same, and... Hopefully, it'll be somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Um, if it's any the, of you it's have, the inaugural episode of the, the Yappies. That's right. <laughs> the Yappies. And the Yappy goes to... Yeah, exactly. Uh, if any of you have any comments, questions, or whatever, you can email us at podcast at mcyappenfries.com. That's podcast at mcyappenfries.com. Or if, you can tweet us. I'm yeah. at GavYap, and uh, this, this at, fucker keeps changing it. What is it? What? I'm McNasty Prime. It's still like McNasty Prime. It's just the display name has changed. You just keep changing the shit. You can't search for display name. It's McChristmas Prime. It's McChristmas Prime. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't use it enough anymore. You don't realize that's what all the real diehard tweeters do, man. Put oh. on a little name for special times. Ah, uh, I wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah, but you're a fucking hipster. Um, <laughs> Fuck. If you use iTunes, we'd really and you like us and you've been listening to this much, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It does help when it comes to those chart things. And if we don't have any reviews, we don't go on the charts. So. Yeah, it is somewhat upsetting that people haven't been moved in any way to write anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also we have a Facebook page, so give us more likes. We're currently, we, we had a bit of a rush there the other day. Oh, yeah? We got 15 now, I think. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't know we had, we have a Facebook page? Yeah. Wow. The cover page is a picture, to just a, a piece of paper that says insert cover image here. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> Big things coming up from McGap and Fries. All right, well, uh, we'll do a little bit of news first. There's just been a few things going on. Did you hear about um, Jason Momoa? Hmm. Jason Momoa is currently in talks to join the Man of Steel sequel. This movie is giving me all kinds of grief. <laughs> and we will get into that later. <laughs> will we now? Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm going to burn that bitch. <laughs> Careful now. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I want to see what you want to say first. But um, this movie gets me worried now. Yeah, it does. It's called Batman versus Superman. Well, uh, officially, there is the title is not confirmed yet. We have no idea what this movie is going to be called right now. It could be called fucking anything. We don't know. Uh, they did uh, some while back. Uh, Warner Brothers did. They did put out a whole bunch of possible titles that it could be called, and all of them kind of sucked. Um, but Jason Momoa is in talks. We don't know for what role. Some people are saying it's Martian Manhunter. Some people are saying it could be Doomsday. Uh, which, if they go the Doomsday route, that means they might go the Death of Superman route, which is. A little, Too early. A little premature, yeah. uh, but... Um, also, we don't know what Henry Cavill looks like with a mullet. That's right, that's right. Um, 
<laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I like Jason Momoa. I mean, I thought uh, I thought he was the best thing about uh, Bullet to the Head, that Stallone movie. Fuck, and you watched that? Yeah, I watched it. Hmm. I watched it. It was, you know, it's a good guilty pleasure. Everything that everything that those old people are doing now, like Arnold and Stallone and Van Damme, are good guilty pleasures. I think we'll mention something related to that later. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I like, when Jason Momoa has the material, he can be good. Mm. Uh, I hated the Conan movie, but that wasn't really his fault. He was And also, awful. Kid Conan was awesome. That's right. Instead that, of yeah. just being Kid Con- Conan Kid Conan forever. was also the same kid who played young Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, Momoa, of course, was excellent in Game of Thrones. So he could, you know, and if he is playing Doomsday or Martian Manhunter, there will be tons of makeup there. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens there. Did um, you see? I saw one report about this when it came out to the other bit of casting news about this. And in a side note, someone said Callan Mulvey is playing Metallo. Was that confirmed? I don't know. I mean, that's, I, I heard that uh, he was being seriously considered for a villain, yeah. but it was never mentioned what villain it was. It was I think it was be. Dark Horizons when they mentioned the other bit of casting news. Yeah, uh, they're real. It's. <laughs> I mean, I know that. <laughs> I know that Ben Affleck has gone on record saying, "Like, look, Zack Snyder has showed me a bunch of shit, and it's going to be fucking awesome." Yeah. And that I believe. I do believe that for someone like Ben Affleck to say yes to this potential train wreck, he must have been showed something pretty damn special. Yeah, but I also have to say, I've lost a lot of faith in Ben Affleck after he started bragging on Daredevil. Now that he's fucking in super, now he's Batman. Um. He, he. No. No. To be fair, he's always ragged on Daredevil. Has he? he? Yes, he has. No one was listening before. No, 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 no. no. He's always <laughs> ragged on Daredevil. In fact, you know, like when he he has said in interviews, like because people always bring up like Pearl Harbor and fucking uh, Gili and all this. He's like, actually, I don't have so much of a problem. That's a you problem. Know, that is a problem. You know, you know I mean, it's like, uh, you know, like uh, you know, Gili. I had a great time working with Martin Brest and all that kind of stuff. You know, but he just he was just very disappointed with the way Daredevil turned out mm. and. The theatrical version wasn't great. I still enjoyed it though. It I enjoyed great. that before some I of the directors. I didn't. Could. I didn't mind it in the sense that it was good <coughs> to see Daredevil on screen. But mm. when you really think about it, the theatrical version wasn't great. I enjoyed the director's cut mm. a lot more in the sense that it was very much a, a Matt Murdock story. You hate the playground scene as well, don't you? Yeah, I fucking yeah. hate. I the really like the playground scene. No, I so that's hate why. The scene. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the playground scene is disgusting. I wasn't so. I wasn't so attached to Daredevil, so that's why for me it was fine. Daredevil was my favorite comic book character, fucking as a kid. So. I was I had issues with the movie. I chose to like it because I'm getting a Daredevil movie. Yeah, yeah. But there was a lot wrong with it. But I did enjoy the director's cut. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy Calvin Farrell. Colin Farrell was good fun. He was great. It was good, good fun. You know, I mean, he was he was having fun. You could yeah. tell. Um, but now they've got Wonder Woman in the movie mm-hmm. that's being played by what's the actress's name? Gal Gadot. That's right. Um, or was it Gadot? I don't know. I presume it's Gal Gadot. I'm not too sure. Um, Cue all the headlines about waiting for Gadot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They found their gal. You know, I... Who, we should say, if people don't know who she is, she's the chick who hangs out with she's the, uh, she's Han the, in yeah. the Fast and Furious movies. The, yeah. the girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend. Yeah, she, the girl. Is she playing Argentina? No, she's not playing in Argentina. That's another chick. She's the, she's the Israeli weapons expert who hangs out with Tyrese. That's right. No, Han. Han That's right. Uh, now, the problem I have with this, I mean... I'm not too familiar with the Fast and Furious franchise, you know, yeah. but just she's pretty skinny in that as well. Just looking at her, she's not the physical type is all wrong. Yeah, I mean, she's very beautiful. She could be a very good actress, but she can't. You know, she needs that. You know, I mean, uh, 
Fucking Wonder Woman is an Amazon. She's supposed to have that hourglass figure. She's supposed to have... You know, not even the hourglass to, figure. She's, she's supposed to look like she can bench, bench a car. That's right. And she's also... But I mean, like, let's not split hairs here. She's supposed to be a well-endowed fucking hourglass Amazonian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you are focusing on that element. I just think it's the most... She's very... Her arms are skinny. Her yeah, she knows. Skinny. I mean, she needs to work out. Anyone yeah. can work out. Yeah. But she does not have that frame. Mm. And I think that's very important. It's, it's very important. I mean, like, mm. we're not talking about acting ability we don't know what the script is like we don't know how they're approaching the character in that sense yeah. so we can't really hold her responsible for that no you know but what we can hold her responsible for is like you're gonna have to do something about your fucking figure mm. you know which is a horrible thing to say but yeah but you're an evil you know if you don't like it then you shouldn't go for wonder woman yeah you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that some people have issues with that shit, but, you know, it's like, that's how I feel. It's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I got into deep shit on Twitter because of this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But that, and I, I can't believe... You've been on Twitter for how long now? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't believe this is the first time you've been misunderstood on the internet. No, no. I've been, I've been misunderstood before. <laughs> but not to this extent. Yeah. But this chick was psycho. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, okay. So to those of you who don't know, I got into a little Twitter spat with um, this person. I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, Don't give her those hits. No, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. You know, and all I said was, you know, I voiced my concern with the fact that uh, the actress that has been cast is basically the wrong figure, the wrong sort of frame. If my exact words were, Warner Brothers has cast an actress with no breasts, breasts in caps, and no meat, Making meat in caps. caps. Uh, I'm so fucking heartbroken now, it's ridiculous. Mm. I do not see anything offensive about that anything now you can get on and this person comes back to me and basically just starts tearing me a new asshole for being misogynistic in fact she even called me a misogynistic fuck the, on, she called you the misogynistic, the fuck, misogynistic of the day. fuck of the day coming you know, soon on a t-shirt from a guy and i'm like what is your fucking malfunction we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about who is playing wonder woman yeah. i am not fucking I'm not fucking talking shit about women and women's rights. We're talking about a comic book character here. Mm. And she just turns it into this feminist issue that has nothing to do with what we're actually talking about. And she clearly considers herself to be a bit of a geek because, you know, she starts spouting out all these, like, comic book references, you know. Well, then, you know, Hugh Jackman should be this. We need a buff Magneto. She did focus on the breast thing, but I think it's also the other comments that people made in response, which is where she got involved from. Colored yeah. what she thought you were saying. Yeah. So bottom line is, it's like it's com- it was it was completely, completely fucking unnecessary. It was the most. But also, point- you don't respond well to that. Anyway. It was the most pointless fight I've ever been involved in in my life. Yeah. You know, and I've been involved in some pointless fights, but yeah. this was just ridiculous. You're an actor. Plus, I hear. She, plus, I hear she's a journalist, which is completely, completely fucked. You know that a journalist should behave like that online. Fuck her. What in the Twitter? Everyone, you're, you're seeing the worst of the internet as it is. But, you know, <laughs> I can see it was taken out of context what you were saying, but you do have to, you know. What? What I gotta do? You have to be aware that that happens all the time. Oh, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I, I know, I understand that it happens all the time. That's why, I mean, thank God we don't get any comments on the blog post. No, I mean, I understand, I understand that it happens all the time, yeah. you know. It's just that I just thought that it was completely uncalled for and mm-hmm. kind of stupid, really. The whole thing was just retarded. <laughs> and I spoke to a couple of people a couple of people who know her and they didn't have nice things nice things to say about her either oh really yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well there you go but anyway I'm not naming names not that I was just you know it was just kind of fucked yeah you know, I mean we were talking they were looking at they were, looking, good. they were looking at someone like Jamie Alexander and who else there's some other person who's in, in rumored for the casting as well wasn't there uh, there was uh, that Bond chick Olga Olga Kardec I don't know why she has a career I don't understand it either did no, you see, did you see Oblivion the, yet hmm? did you see Oblivion 
Yes, I did. Yeah, she's useless in that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, she's she's yet to blow me away really in anything. Yeah. You know, but no, I, I didn't. I didn't really approve of any of the uh, any of the people that you they. You say what, Lucy Lawless? Yeah, Lucy Lawless. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, all, all of the people that I think would be good for it are kind of the the wrong age now. Like yeah. I thought, like Monica, Blu- a young Monica Bellucci would have been awesome. Yeah. A younger um, Lucy Lawless would have been awesome. Actually, I mean, if you bring up the the Fast and Furious franchise, why didn't you give Gina Carano a shot? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like I think she'd be in com- you know compared to the person they cast, I think she'd be way better. Have you watched Fast Six yet? Uh, no, I stopped at three. Oh. It's just gonna, not my thing. I don't give a shit about. You know, but, yeah, but, <laughs> no, but, yeah, but like three is the beginning of the, the proper. It's when they become superheroes. Like yeah. And, and then, since now that we're on the subject, um, yeah. Well, just to finish on before, Gina Carano has a fight with Mr. Michelle Rodriguez. Mars, Michelle Rodriguez and no, you, you, told, you, you, you told me about this. Yeah. You said it was. Pretty, you should see that. It's it pretty badass. Pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, but since we're talking about Fast and Furious, uh, very sad news. Very sad Walker news. Passed Paul Walker away. passed away in a car crash. Yeah. Uh, is that what a, f- a friend of his, the CEO of his, of his, of his if it's, it's, it's a firm he works with, but he does, I didn't realize he did a lot of work for charity and stuff like that, and he funneled a lot of money yeah, into yeah, yeah. No, I mean, helping it's, kids uh, in Africa. Clearly, clearly a good egg, so it was a, a real tragic thing, yeah. and um, just, so, just so fucked up the way that it happened and everything, it was terrible. I was in complete shock when I found out about that. Yeah, it was so weird, it was like, what? Yeah, they have actually since then they've shut down uh, Fast Seven indefinitely. Yeah, yeah indefinitely. They, they don't they know how they're to, gonna. They need to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, and they need. To, I mean, did you see the video they put out? The actual yeah. that was from the official Fast and Furious YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. that was very nicely done. Yeah, it was very nicely done. Um, I saw someone else was looking at Fast Six for the first time today on Twitter, and they're saying, "Take a drink every time someone says family or familiar or hold hand." And there's someone in that tra- the video. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do it a lot. That's where it builds on that you should see those. They start building this weird. Speed freak family that hangs out together all the time. <laughs> like it's got nothing to do with the undercover cop that Paul Walker was originally, and you know, no, it's, no. It's, I mean, like that. That they are now they are now working for the they're they're working for the Rock as like the A team with just more stunt cars. Uh, and um, also, the great Nelson Mandela left us as well. Yeah, I was just listening to another podcast where he actually the night he died was the royal performance in yeah. the UK. Yeah, uh, Harvey yeah. Weinstein was being interviewed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was twenty minutes before the end. They actually got news, and his daughters were there as well. So it was pretty hard. Yeah, it was pretty insane. Yeah, but um, hey, he's, he, I mean, if anyone's in a better place, it's that dude. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah he's a legend. Like, ah, oh, no, I mean, like, there's no, tip. there's no words for it. So did you see the trailer for The Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yes, I did. What the hell? Um, you know, it, it, you chuck everything, the kitchen sink at it, and I still don't give a shit about this movie. It has that feeling that they are chucking shit at it. It's, well, it's, like, it's like you got, you, got, you got the Green Goblin in there, you got Electro, and you got Rhino. Yeah. Um, have, you got Hob- have you got Hob- Hobgoblin? Have you seen there's a photo yeah. where Spidey's jumping around somebody? Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. looked like a goblin, but he's got weird, blondy, spiky Wolverine hair. Yeah, yeah. Which... Could be Hobgoblin. Could be Hobgoblin. Because who's Dane DeHaan? Obviously, I think that was a perfect Osborne. Do you remember the '90s Spider-Man cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Harry Osborne had the like they had his hair where it was like the comic where it was just like red contrasting different colored red lines across yeah, his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what is that supposed to? <laughs> is that supposed to be slicked or does he actually just have like bands of colored hair? I think Dane DeHaan has that look. He does a little bit. I mean, he sort of cornered the market on, on like, sickly, fucking, creepy, sick fucking freak assholes. You know, it's. I, and, and the thing is, is, and is it the guy from Adaptation who's playing Chris his Cooper. dad? Chris, Chris Cooper's Cooper, his dad, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Chris Cooper's playing um, 
uh, Norman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just it's weird. I mean, it, it looks as far as trailers go, it's an exciting trailer. There's a lot happening, but for some reason, it just looks kind of video game. Really, yeah, very. Some of it looks very video game. The beginning where you're falling. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 on the Xbox, you do that all the time. Like you literally, it's that camera shot as you jump off the building. It's great fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That shot looked better in Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. the other version. Yeah. The, the San Remy version. Like mm-hmm. the, the, he did a little bit more. It seemed a little more cinematic, but they're just having him falling kind of thing and then swinging. I don't, I don't know. Or where he catches the car, the police car on his back. It's kind of like, that's a cool moment. But they did that in the originals where he used the web. Yeah, it's like right. is that a nod or that's is right. it a fucking around? And I don't know. It's just like they've got Doc Ock's arms. They've got the vulture's wings in a little scene. Yeah, there's yeah. like six of those doors. You know what's that? Well, uh, I mean, they have said that it's they're, that they're uh, building towards the Sinister Six. Yeah. Uh, but this 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 trailer just kind of makes it look like you, they're really trying to get there in a huge hurry. Yeah, you know, and AKA the DC route. A little bit, a little bit, and it's just for some reason it just left me kind of detached. Mm. You know, it's like it's one of those movies that I know I'll see it at some point, but yeah. am I dying to see it? No, not really. Um, and also, and, and I've br- and I've said this before, it's just franchise fatigue. Yeah, I'm just sick to death of fucking Spider-Man movies because it just feels like. You know, it's like, how many fucking times is, you know, are we going to have to see this guy go through the same shit? Yeah, when well, it's the same shit, that's it, really, isn't it? It's like he's back being a teenager and everything yeah. else. And, like, they and, and we're still in prequel territory. Yeah. We're still in prequel territory, but we're... But we're, 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 we're still. We're digging, up, we're digging up fucking characters that people already know. Yeah. Except, you know, except for the rhino, which got very little screen time. Yeah. It just, you know, you didn't even see Paul Giamatti in, in, the, uh, in the trailer. There's a, there, yeah, well, he, no, he's in the trailer firing a shotgun, but outside the suit. And then there's I, sh- I'm, I completely see missed that. He's, yeah. he's shooting at Spider Man when he's spinning. Yeah, right, right. And then there's a bit where the helmet on the suit comes. I don't know what that suit thing is. It looks like there's huge feet on it, but then it's like he's in like a JCB cap. I don't know what's going on. That's, that's going to look Power Rangery. A little bit. And the, and, and uh, Electro can fly and teleport. Yeah. And it's Electro, it's, I mean, <laughs> it looks weird. It just looks weird. Yeah, it looks really odd. It's. it's I don't know. I mean, it kind of looked like ele- it, it kind of looked like electric boogaloo a little bit, like type of. There's kind of what, there's something with the line he says. It's like it's trying to be cool but failing miserably. Yeah. It's like the, everyone will feel how it feels to be powerless or something like that some, in a world yeah. without Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that only makes sense if you've already done three movies where he's a hero. If you've done one movie where he's also hanging out with Gwen the whole fucking trailer after Gwen's dad told him to stay away, and yeah. the publicity says. He's dealing with that. Doesn't look like he's dealing with it like at he's all. He's like, like he's... fuck yeah, I'm hanging out with this chick. She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's sitting around at the top of New York with his fucking mask off again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We live in a surveillance society. It's like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Tom McGuire did it every chance he had. I mean, it's like, I understand that, but act with your chin I don't know do fucking something yeah, no, I, just, I mean, it bugs me yeah no I know what you mean he's a photographer people have cameras everywhere it's like you can get you can get away with that shit in, in fucking Avengers 1975 no but you can get away with that in the Avengers because everyone knows who these people are anyway yeah Thor lives in Asgard he's not worried about protecting any you know secret identity it's like any time when you're gonna have to cover your face it's like no 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 we gotta show the actor's face as yeah. much as possible not really yeah not really if not you're good for, enough not for a movie like Spider-Man for God's sake yeah. you know I mean no one's going to see this movie because Andrew Garfield is playing Spider-Man. They're yeah. going to see it because they want to see Spider-Man. Yeah. So I just don't get it. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, you know, I mean, like a very packed trailer, but somehow just rushed. So, yeah, uh, for some reason, I just can't seem to get excited about this franchise anymore. They really need to 
let it let it go for a while, which you know is not going to happen because if they do, they lose the rights. So yeah, we're gonna have to that's de- it. We're gonna have to deal with this shit. And they've just they've have they ditched the Sony Pictures logo because it just said Sony like the headphones. Yeah, at the I beginning. See, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they've gotten rid of the old Spider-Man style font as well. Yeah, that's right. Which was because the PlayStation three, two or three font. I can't remember what it was, but it's just, it's just a Sony's like. Hey, it's 1980s all over again. That's the logo on those headphones. Mm-hmm. Keeping it with superheroes for a little bit longer. Um, Rob Liefeld's pretty happy with the X Force script, which makes me all sorts of worried about that movie. I, I know. I saw this heading. I refused to read it. Did you? Like, <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I don't care how Rob Liefeld's feeling about the X Force. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering. I mean, does it say on the script? It how many, nothing but pain, Liefeld. Does it say on the script that the people's feet will not be in the shot at all, and they have packets all over them? All over the legs, little pockets that they never used. Yeah, he was very fond of uh, of, the, of the pockets. If you haven't seen it, if you Google, I think um, why Rob Liefeld's crap or something. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've there's seen a Tumblr it, yeah. blog or something like that, and it just shows all of his sins and artists during the the nineties, where people's feet are tiny or disappearing completely. They're always posed so that you can't see the. It's like, I'll put a link up to it. There's like either posed with no feet or they're out of frame and just pockets everywhere. Like pockets on pockets on pockets. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of pockets. <laughs> it would be interesting. To, I mean, obviously, Fox are realizing they they need to use those that mutant franchise that they have it now. Well, yeah. I mean, they're 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 trying their best to expand the X Men universe yeah. and uh, the Fantastic Four world. I I read somewhere that they're gonna try and combine them. That there might be a, an X Men Fantastic Four, not necessarily a mashup, but but an acknowledgement that they exist in the same un- in the same world. Hmm. Did you hear uh, Brian Singer tweeting about perhaps the sequel to uh, Days of Future Past would just be called X-Men Apocalypse? Yes, I, 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 uh, I heard about that. Was that how, how does it make you feel? Um, it's one of those things that, you know, it's like I just hope that uh, the director of X-Men turns up and not the director of uh, fucking Jack the Giant Slayer. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, worse, Superman Returns. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's... It feels... It feels uh, as a comic book fan, you know, you, it's cool. To, it's cool that you that they're that they're putting all these things out there. But at the same time, it does feel like they're just. They've already rolled the dice and lost with X Men Three. They've already killed the franchise. Yeah. It's and then they've restarted it again, and, and then they've rushed it so they got rid of the original director who restarted and brought back the guy who left and originally got it killed. Yeah. So I think they're just. High on no, but I, I think I think there. that Fox has done a very good job at re rebooting the X Men franchise, mm. um, and Days of Future Past looks very good. Mm. Um, and it, and I mean the good. What's always cool about X Men is that there's so many uh, of them. No, not just that, but just uh, because of the nature of the story and everything, there's so many different dramatic places to go, mm. and the tone of the X Men movies have always been fairly serious and and. There's always been like social, there's social allegories for, for, for things, and so th- there's a lot more weight to 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 to, to what can happen. Like uh, as is shown in the trailer for, you know, Days of Future Past, it looks like it's heavy. Yeah. And that's good because we need stuff like that. But at the same time, it does feel that they're kind of going the Sony route in the sense that no fucking way are we giving up these rights. Yeah. And so we need to set everything down, and you know. Uh, Mark Millar is probably somewhat to blame because isn't he their resident Joss yeah. Whedon? Yeah. So I'm sure this is. Uh, <coughs> as long as the movies are good, yeah. Who cares? But Fox has shown that in the past that they're not incapable of dropping the ball really badly. Yeah. So it's because we've seen more than one bad X Men movie. Every time you hear about something like this, you're like, oh fuck, uh, yeah. you better know what you're doing. 
So, you know, am I happy? I mean, I think it's a little premature to get happy about Apocalypse when you haven't even seen Days of Days Future, Future Past. Past. Yeah. But I did say... In theory, I got no issues with it. Yeah, I should, make I, as many as you want, as long as they're kick-ass. Uh, as long as they are kick-ass. Just the kick-ass movie. The kick-ass movie. Just it's make the, that over and over again. But as long them. as they are kick-ass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I have to say that watching the Wolverine... We were watching the Wolverine over the weekend. Yeah. And then watching the trailer yeah. for Days of Future Past directly after that little teaser. Yeah. Cool. Is it? Yeah. She's like, oh shit, hurry up. <laughs> no, I mean, Days of Future Past has potential to go through the roof uh, yeah. because it's such an amazing storyline. And if if it's executed properly, that could be an amazing film. Yeah. So I, I am pumped for it. Um, Wasn't it Senator Kelly they originally came back in time to save? Because they were always saving his ass, weren't they? Yeah. And he, But he's already turned into water in the first one. So I, there was, I had problems with the first one as well. They didn't go deep enough. Yeah. Because yeah. they... Well, the first they couldn't really. The first X Men was really one of the first ones to do the superheroes right, so there was a lot of skimming. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the first X Men movie was almost like an experiment. Yeah, you know, I mean, it kind of ended just as it was really beginning. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, the if I'm that the climactic showdown at the end was wasn't that climactic. Wasn't that climactic? Yeah. You know, I mean, the the lead up was actually very good because they got the, they nailed the the casting, the look of it, the suits. Well, what not, we expecting? Not, you know, not according to this chick, you know, because Hugh Jackman, he's a foot taller than the actual. He is. He isn't small and Canadian. Yeah, well, you know, who, who are you gonna get? You know who I would have loved to have seen as Wolverine, um, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, but he's you know, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, like 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 Harvey Keitel from Reservoir Dogs or from The Piano. Yeah. You know, like that fucking naked Harvey Keitel. Is <laughs> <laughs> a claws. Or even like a, like a Cape Fear De Niro. Mm. You know, Kate. If if uh, do you remember that miniseries Havoc and Wolverine Meltdown? No. Who Havoc? Havoc. Oh, Havoc. No. Havoc and Wolverine Meltdown. It was one of the first um, painted comics that, that that I that I saw, and I think I'm not sure if it was Sam Keith, but you know how uh, I don't think it was Sam Keith. No, but it, I but know. it was. Um, I like Sam Keith. You know, but it was proper, like properly, like you know, like painted, painted, not drawn, and it was my, that was the first comic I read that was done that way, and it was. It was just cool the way that Wolverine looked a little bit like De Niro, like, mm. like a Cape Fear De Niro. Cool. I haven't seen that at all. <laughs> yeah, Havoc, they haven't put Havoc in any of the movies yet, have they? Because of his stupid hat. That's right. Even, I, like, I like his stupid hat. Even, even his brother got in. Which, oh, yeah, what was... Um, uh, fucking... What's his name? <laughs> uh, uh, well, Cyclops is his brother, isn't it? Yeah, and then he's got another brother. Um, so was, was it Havoc in first class? Was it Havoc who, who the guy who had the shock waves coming from his chest? That was Havoc. That was Havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But he didn't have the silly hat. No, he didn't. Got to have the silly hat. He didn't last long. Either. No, he didn't. <laughs> <coughs> uh, following on with uh, news that ruins Gavin's day, you've heard they're going to remake Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's a crock of shit. <laughs> yeah, so it's Rob Cohen. Just gets better and better. Who directed the first Fast and the Furious, Alex Cross, Dragonheart, Triple X, Dragon the Bruce Lee Story, Stealth, The Skulls. We've been talking about The Skulls a lot recently. I think I need to watch it again. And Daylight. Yeah. So this is going to be terrible. The only, the only movie that he's done that I really, really liked was uh, Dragon the Bruce Lee Story. And Skulls is a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. It... it <laughs> The Skulls is a bit of a guilty pleasure. And also, so is Daylight. <coughs> uh, but that's just it. None of All of his good stuff is good because they're kind of guilty pleasures. Because, because they're kind of bad. Yeah. They, you know. Wait, and I'm th- I was thinking about this a little bit. And that's, that's I mean, it's not a sensibility. Stealth it is horrible. Yeah. 
The Mummy 3 is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Stealth is really bad. It's really fucking <laughs> But I'm thinking if... Even Triple X was a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that movie was... Uh, I, if I, that kind of terribleness, terribleness can be captured and applied to Roadhouse... The problem is, is that we talk about Roadhouse like it's some classic. It's not, <laughs> it's not a great movie. But it's very much a product of its time, and that's yeah. what makes it great. Exactly. You know, I mean, and it's got some amazing one-liners in there. I mean, I mean, come on, it's a genius concept. It's about a fucking bouncer. <laughs> <coughs> Pat- Patrick Swayze is the ultimate Zen bouncer. <laughs> yeah. You know who, who gets wrapped up in the wrong with the wrong crap. And Ben Gazzara is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ben Gazzara, and has just got some great fucking lines. <laughs> It's like, I see you found my trophy room, Dalton. Oh, yeah. The only thing missing is your ass. <laughs> you know, I actually got a copy of it because I wanted to watch it again because I think the last time I saw it was when I was living in The Prince and it was on TV It's like that guy, that blind guitarist. Remember that dude? That blind guitarist uh, in, in, in The Double Deuce. And then Ben Gazzara comes, they take over the place and he's like, play something, Elvis. Elvis, play something with balls. <laughs> <laughs> It's just got great fucking dialogue. Oh, yeah, I need to it's watch like, it again. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Oh, that's the one that's it's classic. Like, you used to fuck guys in prison? Yeah. <laughs> uh, See, they can't recapture and, that. And Sam Elliott as, uh-huh. as the older, wiser bouncer. Because <laughs> <laughs> bouncers are such a story tradition going back generations. And then, like, fucking uh, Patrick Swayze gets into a fight, right? And he's got, like, this slash on his fucking side of his... And he goes to the hospital, and that's where he meets Kelly Lynch, the doctor who just fucks him because he's cool. And yeah. Fun. You know, and then she's like, "Can give me something for the pain." He's like, "No, I don't need it." It's like, you know, you, you know, like, oh, you don't, what, you like, you don't, you don't feel pain. It's like, pain don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the eighties. Can you get could, away with that? Could you get away with that? You do that now, and laugh your ass off. Unless it's set in the eighties. <laughs> Again, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? What uh, is the point? I'm weirdly freaked out by the amount of trailers and weird things that they're doing for Anchorman 2. Have you seen how oddly specific they're getting with their advertising? I have been avoiding a lot of the Anchorman 2 um, publicity because I didn't like... The I, first I, few trailers were terrible. We we, we we talked about them here. The first few yeah. trailers were bad. And when they did those car commercials, I wasn't... That was really bad as well. That was really bad. So the trailer to after that yeah. was good. Mm-hmm. But since then, they're doing... I don't know whether they've gone country by country around the world and figured out where they got the most money from, yeah. from Anchorman 1, because they've done things for Ireland that are horrifyingly specific. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, a TV show on in Ireland right now. It hasn't even made the jump across the water to be popular in the UK yet. It's mm-hmm. called Love Hate. One mm-hmm. of the guys who... Uh, Robert Sheehan is in, he's in, was in that TV show Misfits and he's now in a couple of movies. Robert Sheehan, yeah, I know Robert Sheehan. Uh, it was called Love Hate, and Ron Burgundy was talking about tonight's the fu- the season the finale of that show, and does a little bit on it, or just before just a few weeks ago. Every year in Ireland, there's a chat show called the Late Late Show, and every year about two or three weeks before Christmas, they have the Late Late Toy Show, and it's a kind of a big thing when you're growing up in Ireland. All the kids stay up late and watch the Late Late Toy Show to have a look at all the you know capitalist shit they can buy, get their bug their parents to get them for Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they had Ron Burgundy talking about the toy show and how his kind of late day toy show involves a very different type of toy. And they're doing that for all sorts of things. 
He's been on the news somewhere in the mi- middle of America. He's been on things for the UK. Well, wasn't he also sort of like the, the, the European Music Awards as well? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just... insane. Uh, I mean, I've been avoiding it. Yeah, Cause, and, uh, cause but I, this makes it seem like they're trying too hard. Because I, I, you know, I'm looking forward to the movie and it just, I just don't want to see any of this stuff. Yeah. Well, just... none of this is in it. Like, this is all... All the stuff they're doing is all custom stuff they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. When I know they're not like showing stuff about the movie. It's mm. just that I think when you take him out of that context, it doesn't quite work. Mm. And you know, after watching those car commercials, I'm like, I don't want to see any more of this shit. <laughs> you know, this is kind of fucking up the character for me. You know. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I'm look. I'm. You know. I still want to watch the movie. I'm looking forward to it. But I've kind of been avoiding a lot of the uh, press because it's not. I mean, maybe it's connecting with everyone else, but it's not connecting with me. So I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to fuck with it any, anymore. All right, one quick bit and one quick boop. Whoop. Uh, bet, bet, bet. <coughs> so really tired. <laughs> uh, one quick bit of trailer news. Did you see the trailer for Sabotage? Yes. What did you think of that? I think it looks pretty badass, actually. I think Arnie's making incredibly good choices with what he's doing since being the governor. I'm. I mean, like uh, I. I've I've enjoyed everything he's put out since since yeah. since he started his comeback. You know, I mean, like box office results haven't been great, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the Last Stand. They've been defiantly uh, B movies. Yeah, but I, they've also been good the, B movies. You know, like solid. ensemble B movies as well. Like the Last Stand. What else did he do? Escape Plan. Escape you know, Plan. Like, uh, the Expendables movies. You know, but those that's just sort of like yes, getting, I'll put the Expendables away from box. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just I mean, especially that's basically you know the bad cheesy dirty dozen of our generation basically yeah but I think I remember I told you what when they st- when they when they started doing the proper jokes like, the, like actually, this car's as big as my shoe actually, that's when it was funny actually, it was more like the cannonball run of our generation yeah no, it, was, it was actually more like Smokey and the Bandit 3 Smokey is the Bandit of our generation <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoyed the trailer for Sabotage I think it looks pretty badass I mean it looks um, it looks like a lot of fun Sam Worthington's almost unrecognisable yep and it's got a pretty decent cast yeah like Terrence Howard uh, Olivia Williams uh, that I don't know who uh, Mirelle Enos is but they just show like a, just a few scenes of her just being badass the she's, girl she's, like, the, she's the chick from The Killing she was uh, Brad Pitt she was Brad Pitt's wife in uh, World War Z oh oh very different role what yeah, this yeah. is the girl who's like it, it says her name and then it shows her like flipping onto her feet from her back on a bed yeah. diving over a balcony and then yeah. popping out of the boot and firing a shotgun yeah. no I saw Sorry, I saw that I was like now this is what I want to see this chick do yeah <laughs> I just want to see her on the phone all the fucking time in World War Z yeah what, what the fuck why didn't Brad Pitt bring her bring her along she can clearly help and have you seen the guy who's in at the beginning getting the dick tattooed on his back yeah 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 Max yeah. Martini's his name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, I'm wondering he's, he's the Australian father from Pacific Rim yeah yeah <gasps> But he played almost... And he's also cast in Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. Shit. <laughs> he played a very similar role in Captain Phillips. And he played a very, 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 very similar role in Person of Interest. Like, he looks... the like Even the level of beard he has is the exact same. Yeah. He's like ex-Special Forces guy. If they need an ex-Special Forces guy for just, you know, a few hours, apparently he's your go-to guy. Yeah. I'm trying to see if he can tie them all together and he's just playing the same character in everything. But Sabotage is the first trailer where it looks like Arnie's doing some actual acting. And although a little bit of his hair acting. Yeah, the hair is pretty bad. Yeah, he's got like Hitler hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he's the leader of a, we should say a little bit about the movie. He's the leader of like a, a DEA, FBI, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a DEA, like a crack, crack. Like a SWAT team or something. Yeah, a crackdown, crackdown team. And they, they basically, they solve this huge fucking case and like millions of, <coughs> hundreds of millions of dollars are sort of. Um, take it from the drug take, cartels. Take it, take it from the drug cartel. And Some then, of it goes missing on the way to the. 
Holder, hold up, lock up. Well, basically, they fuck with the wrong drug cartel, and now the drug cartel is taking revenge on all of them one by one. That's essentially what I got. Pretty from, much, yeah. From the trailer. And it looks cool. Um, and, you know, like, I like the fact that Arnold is allowing himself to age. Yeah. You know? Um, he's the team leader, but he does wear a hoodie at one point, which looks weird. You see where he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's wearing yeah. a hoodie to walk talking to Terrence Howard? It's like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, Tom Cruise barely gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my least favorite things about Mission Impossible Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Take off that fucking hoodie. I still haven't seen that. Still haven't seen that? I know. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I mean, watch it in, just to see what Brad Bird does with a, li- with, with a live-action movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that, it, on, on that level, it is completely worth Every time it came up, it's like, oh, that's not... Don't watch it. So I'm going to get around to it. <laughs> another thing, that get, the website that gave me the link for Sabotage also had up another clip, I'm not sure if you've seen it, of Ernie in his tank. Yes. Did you see this? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'll put this on the website. This is very cool. It's very funny. Apparently, it's his tank. And then he starts giving the speech from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, yeah. Was it, you're worthless, you're mine now. You lack discipline. You lack discipline. That's what he's doing. <laughs> and the little note, it's like, it's posted by his own uh, YouTube account. Yeah. And it's apparently, he does, he does school, after, after school support programs and ride with my tank on me. That's not a typo my tank he's got like a Sherman tank or something yeah. and, he, and he's driving it you know fucking Arnold dude he's the fucking man yeah <laughs> I mean there. I mean, I suppose if you wanted to be a dick you could say that he's as he's gotten older he's almost become like a like a parody of himself mm. but I mean I think as long as he do, as long as he chooses his movies right mm. it's all good and he may be coming a parody but he sure knows how to laugh at himself the moments in uh, Escape Plan yeah. are some of the funniest things he's ever done. Yeah. Like, Sylvester Stallone will always have, what was it, Oscar? And don't tell mom my, don't tell, shut up and my mom will shoot, or hanging around his neck when he tried to do humor. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. time Robert, it makes me cry every time Robert De Niro tries humor. <laughs> um, but no, it, he, not, and he had a very no Robert De Niro. If he wants to do comedy, it needs to it needs to come, <laughs> it needs no it needs to come from an angry place like yeah. like Midnight Run, mm. you know, like like. Uh, but it can't it can't be, be analyzed this that and the whatever or the fucking you know Rocky and Bullwinkle in a <laughs> Jesus I forgot he was in that fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but there's moments in Escape Plan that are truly early genius that you would never think you yeah. would do things like. Screaming in German is I've I've never seen him talk in a German accent before and it's I, one of the I, funniest I things. It. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was great. I mean, I I've heard him do a whole speech in um, in, in in German once, yeah. so, and it was it was it's the same thing as watching JCVD, you know, like act in French in in JCVD. It's yeah. like why the fuck does this guy do this more often? Yeah, because he's coming across like a real actor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, without that fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with Arnold, it's different because it's become part of pop culture lore, but I have no idea why someone like Van Damme doesn't do more character-based French cinema. Because mm. he can act. Probably just people in France don't want him. They're like, no, no, you're... You know what? You know how the French are like? I think what, you have to... Is 80% of all music played on the radio there has to be made in France or in French. Really? Yeah, yeah. They've, oh. got, a, they've got a rule. Like, there's a certain amount of... Uh, they, they're very protective... Right. of their culture so I mean it's the same with TV apparently it's that they don't allow so much English television you're limited by in fact by the amount of English language television you can show oh shit I yeah. had no idea to keep out the Americans <laughs> do you got any news? nah I'm done alright well I just want to do two quick <laughs> two quick weird things about uh, it's not trailers but there are things that happen in the cinema one we live in Malaysia 
It's raining outside. It's still shorts and t-shirt weather. Yep. I went to see a movie this morning. First trailer was for Uniqlo, and it was all about heatwear clothes. Well, that's they, they do that, you know. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, it's one thing to have the shops full of winter clothing because they've got that stock, and that's they have worldwide the same. It's only to even waste the money on putting the advertising. Like it, it was all people hiking and wearing thermal wear and in the snow. Mm-hmm. I know, but a lot of people buy that shit because you know it may be hot outside, but you know how freezing some fucking offices are in this place. We're getting kind it's, of it's like uh, when okay. I was uh, when I was in the Sheraton on Monday. Uh, in the middle of this thing, you got people coming up to like the organizers of the event. It's like, can you turn the air conditioning down? It's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a common thing. It's like, but it's, that's what I'm saying. They should just have an ad for that. It's, it's like, we shorts have, and I mean, t-shirts. Like, walk in, put your fucking thermals. The on. air conditioning in this place is fucking schizoid. I swear, there are some days it's like the Antarctica in here. You mm. know, it's like you're not prepared for it. So the I can, Antarctica. The Antarctica. Yeah. That's right. In case there's any confusion <laughs> about which. One I'm talking Which about. Which of the many Antarcticas there are out there? There you go. A lot of planets have a. You just animal. love pointing shit out, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just do that. What? That's the other way. Well, yeah, that thing. What was there? You look like one of those fucking who's from the Grinch. This fucking question mark on your head for the last twenty minutes amazing, been pissing me off. This is amazing radio. It's amazing radio. <laughs> the second trailer I saw is like. Have you been? To, have you seen any of the? If you go to the GSC cinema at all, they have Walking with Dinosaurs 3D has been advertised for months now. Um, I, I've I've seen the trailer for Walking with Dinosaurs. There's two of them. The first one, it looks a bit like what was it? I think that Disney tried with Dinosaur years ago to do a dinosaur movie with no dialogue, right? The I never saw it. Was it no dialogue? I thought it was supposed to be no dialogue, but then they uh, they might have panicked at the end and put it in because I know Walking with Dinosaurs is a. BBC TV show with, yes, with like Kenneth, which, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh did, did the narration. Yeah, really? yeah. It's, but it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like a natural history program just with dinosaurs. Yeah, with CG dinosaurs. Whereas yeah, no. Whereas this one looks like they're at this to, moment. At this it looks one, like there's like an actual plot. Yeah, and at one point a dinosaur runs into another dinosaur and then calls medic. What? I didn't see this. Yeah, there's a new trailer, and I'm like. That works on no level. Why would he say medic? They don't even have thumbs. They don't have medicine. That's a joke that makes no sense at all. This is going to be the worst. I mean, dinosaur movies are terrible. They, they rarely work. But this is like, why would you, what? So, why would so, you even think? So they talk. Yeah, they do talk, but then it's like, there's medic. a there's medic worm. It's like, fuck off. What kind of what, what, kind, what kind of dinosaur is dainty enough to be actually be a medic? Because I would imagine as a medic, you'd need to be somewhat careful. But there are no medics. <laughs> you know, this is the, the, the no, amount no, of... I understand that. The amount of, like, well, twists you've got to go through to get to this point where they live in a world where there is no such thing as medicine or medic or that well clearly there is otherwise this guy wouldn't have called for a medic yeah but they're not they're not even they're not wearing it's not the dinosaur TV show which it would make perfect sense in that (laughs) but in this it's like it's a dinosaur on four legs running around with the herd being eaten by other people and calling medic Um, are you sure he said medic yes it was crazy (laughs) like it's so I haven't seen this one how would that get past like so many how would I don't understand it was just it was so fucked up it, re- it weirded me out. <laughs> but yeah, they talk, so fuck this movie. Alright. Yeah, that changes things. So yeah, I think we'll press on with the Mickey Apple Fries Movie Awards 2013. I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah, I think you've got more than I have, so I think you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to start off with um, movies so fucked up I didn't even bother watching them. Mm-hmm. Alright, first one. Good Day to Die Hard. 
You well, saw it. I saw. You saw it. I it wasn't fucked up. It was just bad. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. I was like, nah. I do. I have no interest in seeing Bruce Willis run around Moscow with his kid. Well, you should probably see it because it's probably the most Bruce Willis like that he is. Like, as in, in a sense, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. From the from the point. No, everyone of, everyone who's seen it has told me this: is that he basically walks around. He plays the form. character Kevin Smith describes in his book about what Bruce Willis is really like. Right. Because there are scenes where he just doesn't talk. <laughs> and He's just got this stupid ass smirk. Yeah. And um, the, uh, next on this list is the host. Yeah, I'm bothered yet with that either. I was like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a bonus that it turned out to be shit. Like he, you know, even before the reviews came out, I was like, fuck this movie. I'm not watching this shit. Look at all these silver. I wanted that was the kind. I of like I like Cersei Ronan. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, she's a really good actress. But no, I just couldn't be fucked. Mm. Uh, next on the list. Uh, well, I'll, I'll mention these two at the same time. Scary Movie 5 and The Starving Games. The Starving Games? Yeah. What the fuck's The Starving Games? So it's a... It's a, um, a piss take? A piss take of The Hunger Games. Really? Yeah. How do you even know there's a Scary Movie 5? I mean, I just... I don't even... I've managed to just... I don't see them. Yeah, I can't... I don't... they come out, you know? Like, there's, like, fucking trailers and shit. Didn't see anything for Scary Movie 5. Yeah. Grown Ups 2 also made the list. Oh, fuck that. After watching Grown Ups 1, I've decided that, I mean, even if it is better, it can't be much better. Yeah, instead of, instead of a kick in the groin, it's a kick slightly off groinage. Yeah, so, yeah, so those, uh, th- those are my five, five movies that I considered to be so fucked up that I didn't even bother watching them. Mm. It's like I could tell just from what little I knew that it was not worth my money or my time. It's not for me. No. Yeah. No. What, what category? You want to go for a category? Um, I went, first category I have is a neck snapping change of tone right after an actual neck snapping of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be Man of Steel. Just like, I watched it again recently. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad. But just that change from anguished, spoilers, anguished Superman after ending the only other par- person of his race that he's seen to joking around with expensive military technology. Yeah. It's... A hard right fucking turn. I mean, it is. It's, it's like, whoa. What happened there? Yeah. I mean, it, that bugged me more than any of the building smashing and all that other shit. <laughs> okay. All right. I got... Um, and also, I think I was listening to some other podcast or something else or another review of the year. They're saying like, oh no, <laughs> General Zod is attacking us with the power of dubstep. Because <laughs> that's exactly what the gravity Terminator sounds like. <laughs> You know that? Yeah. <laughs> I think it. I think it was Movie Sins. It might have been the Movie Sins or everything that's wrong with Man of Steel in sixty seconds. One of those websites did it, and that I never thought of that at the time. <laughs> I got one category: best use of a Britney Spears song in a movie. <coughs> what? Uh, this would be James Franco singing every time on oh, a grand piano in Spring Break. You saw Spring Break? I did. Spring Breakers, yeah. Oh. I enjoyed it. I need to see it. I haven't seen it I yet. enjoyed it. I mean, it's... An, it's <laughs> I mean, it's a completely hollow experience. It's not really about anything. You know, yeah. it's just an excuse for the... For, I mean, like, just to see, like... Spring Break. Just to see these chicks in, in bikinis and everything, which they wear very well, but mm-hmm. James Franco steals it. I mean, he's... That's so riffraff. He's, he's, uh, he's actually pretty amazing in the movie. Have you seen the rapper Riffraff? No. He's alien. Yeah, I, I, I've heard that... Uh, yeah, it's like the dreads, the, the yeah, stupid hats. He, he's pretty funny on Vine as well. He's got a sense of humor. He's pretty weird, but... Yeah, I mean, I thought that, uh, <coughs> you know, James Franco can be a little a little spaced sometimes, but... Um, <laughs> Hello, it, Oscars. It really worked in his favor in this movie. <laughs> I, I actually thought that he was really, really funny. Yeah. Really funny. Uh, which brings me to um, uh, my next category. Best movie that never happened. Uh, there are two. First is Oz the Great and Powerful. But with Franco as his Spring Breakers character. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the second one in this category, best movie that never happened, Runner Runner, if Ben Affleck had directed it right after winning his Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. Oh, oh! <laughs> and played the Justin Timberlake character. That's right. With uh, Harvey Keitel playing the older character. Probably, probably. I mean, the biggest problem with Runner Runner is that it should have been made in the 90s. Mm. You know, it should have been made around the time Rounders came out, and it's like, it just feels incredibly dated. And it's I just, heard that a bit, even the online gambling thing's a bit dated. And yeah, stuff. and it's just not, and also it's just not very well directed. No. Yeah, I mean, so you got so you have a, you know, an Oscar-winning screenwriter, like a claimed director in the movie, and you must be thinking, and all you can think the whole time is like, this guy must be, this guy just really wa- must want to just throw the director off the, uh, off the balcony or something, and just start making the movie himself. <laughs> just clenching the whole time. Fuck, change this. What, you, what else you got? Uh, I've listened to a lot of soundtracks this year since the advent of Spotify, and a lot of them are on there. So uh, I got soundtrack most likely to induce cardiac arrest is Rush. It's really hard to listen to that in the gym especially if you're running uh, all the tracks change tempo at weird times I know once or twice it's also equally dangerous to listen to the Rush soundtrack while driving oh god <laughs> don't do that yeah unfortunately I did do it and especially if you're driving did you get home, a ticket no but I could have yeah. <laughs> but especially if you're driving home after a few yeah oh and Redline comes on and that and that song comes on and it's like <laughs> Because there is a lot of there's a lot of moments where the tempo goes up. And you just want to. That's the. I mean, it's always that thing they do in movies where it's like if anyone's racing and they need to overtake. Yeah. They shot after watching three of the no two of the Fast and the Furious movies in a row and then Rush and a few other things. If you notice, whenever they do need to overtake, mm-hmm. it's something that probably never happens in Formula One or real racing. But they always just drop down a gear. There's always a gear they can go into or not mm-hmm. down. They go up a gear and overtake. It's the same way with, I've since someone pointed out to me, I can't take it seriously anymore when someone in a film cocks the hammer on a gun. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the moment you pull the trigger, that happens anyway. Yeah. It means nothing. Yeah. So it's they just, just, it's really just, uh, you know, it's like a visual thing. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, shit's real now. It's like, yeah. well, shit's still going to be real. You, you know, you don't you, need to do that. You no, can still pull no the trigger. No warning. I'm just going to shoot you in the face. That's your warning. You got shot in the face. Don't do it again. But the gear thing is annoying me now because they did do that a good bit in Rush as well. Yeah. And you can, I can see my mom on the treadmill, like, I'm dropping gears. So you do have to watch out for that. Um, best workout song for the year from the soundtrack. Um, the music at the very, very end of Iron Man 3, where it's the kind of jazz bit. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking good for running for. Is it? Yeah. Because also you kind of feel a bit jazzy. Mm-hmm. And also the theme for Pacific Rim. Because it's got a fat yeah. Tom Morello bass on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highly recommended those two. I've been yeah. to them a lot. Uh, since you mentioned that, that fits comfortably into my next category: movies that made me want to hate crime people. Hate what? Hate crime. Oh, crime! Oh, hate crime people. Yeah, nicely it's verbed. Pacific Rim and Star Trek Into Darkness. What did Pacific Rim want you to hate? I just, people? I just hated geeks while these two movies were playing. <laughs> I was like, I just. Oh right, you liked the movies, but you hated the reaction. Um, yeah, I didn't have an issue with the movies per se. It was more just sort of the fucking. Fu- geek thing that happened over it it's yeah. like Pacific Rim because it didn't open huge geeks because Grown Ups 2 beat it yeah I mean, and I've heard you, artic- articles said that if Grown Ups had, 2 had hadn't all, come out you had all these geeks like come, like uh, coming to its defense and, and, and like arguing with each other over it I was like for fuck's sake I saw the movie it's not exactly you know brain surgery it's it's entertaining, yeah. but there's no need for this kind of shit yeah. and, and also uh, Star Trek Into Darkness the people that were 
It's like, I, I hated them as soon as I saw them in costume in the movie. I was just like, fuck this motherfucker. Remember when we went to see it and that dude with the Spock ears was there? Oh, no, but they were paid to do that. They were fucking, they, they, they do that for like a living, poor bastards. Oh, do they? I think they, they might have been the same guys who were in the G.I. Joe outfits for G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Spock might have been fucking Cobra Commander. I don't know. I don't care. Fuck them. They annoyed me when at the screening, you know? And then, and all, no, but also because of the uh, the Wrath of Khan reverse thing yeah. that they, that J.J. Abrams did and everyone losing their shit over that. I was like, no one ever took the time to actually say, is this movie fun? Yeah. You know, it was all just like, oh, why did you die? Okay, I, saw, I saw it twice before it came out. I enjoyed it so much the it's first the, time. It's the same reason why, like, you know, you just wanted to, like, fucking shove a nine iron into people's mouths like when they were talking shit about Man of Steel like you know the collateral damage it's like you ungrateful shits you know before this movie came out that would be fine if it hadn't if, if who was it was it Perry White or was it the girl who wasn't J- J- Jenny Olsen said he saved us he said yeah he saved you three look at the fucking rest of the town it's fucked well I mean okay maybe it wasn't like a best choice of dialogue but if you're really honest about it everyone that was bitching about that that sequence hmm. before that movie came out would would show you the clip from Justice League Unlimited where Superman punches Darkseid through those buildings and said, "I want to see Superman punch somebody." Yeah, you and know. then after 15 minutes of Superman punching somebody, they were like, "Why is he punching?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, I feel no sympathy for you. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves." The Star Trek in the Darkness thing, I was going to. There is an award for that. I want to give it, which is the uh, the Radiohead Award, which is you know they're going somewhere that half their fans will not follow them. Like a lot of people. <laughs> If you don't like Hail to the Thief? If you don't like... <laughs> you a lot, not even then. A lot of people hated Kid A. Kid A. Kid A was all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know... Um, they had, they were going to have to deal with the remix thing, with the with, with Karen and everything else and that kind of stuff. And they kind of... I felt they put their stamp on it by saying, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it in our own style and we're going to mix things up a bit so there, we can keep elements of past... But we're going to switch them around, for example, or, yeah. you know, and having some of the dialogue be exactly the same as Star Trek 2. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. And I didn't comment. mind it. I really liked that. I didn't mind it, actually. I thought, I mean, I didn't necessarily think it was particularly original or clever. Obviously not. It was in Star Trek 2 in 1981. Fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I'm like, original is not the word. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I thought it was an interesting, they, they, it was the fact that they decided to grab the bull by the horns and fuck it in the face, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they've done that now. So from now on, they can go off the beaten track. Well, when they do Star Trek Three, you know J.J. Abrams and you know Kurtzman and Orchie, they're they're not involved anyway. Yeah, the two writers. They got well. Uh, Orchie's one of them is. I'm not sure Kurtzman or Orchie. One of them's involved. They got two new writers on board, and there's a rumor that Joe Cornish would do, which would be a big fucking step up from fucking back to block. I know, but it's it's been <coughs> confirmed that that's not true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, another one I got. Annoying son of a bitch movie. Now you see me. Oh fuck that movie. <laughs> That movie just annoyed the shit out of me. That was most squandered potential. That was the Jake Lloyd Award. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even Jake Lloyd. Who? I'm trying to think who had squandered their potential. Squandered He didn't potential? have any potential. Jake Lloyd? Well, it looked like, he looked okay in the trailers. The moment... Now you see me have that brilliant moment. I don't know how they did it in the, the very opening. At the beginning, Where yeah. they did a magic trick and it worked in the cinema. Yeah, no, that was great. And I thought, if they keep doing this... This could be the best magic movie that of all time. No, and I, then they jump to explaining the plan using laser beams that don't exist in real life. Mm-hmm. In their real life setting. Yeah. It's like, right, that means they're going to use... And then the next trick they do, Isla Stewart's got a... Uh, Isla Fisher, Fisher. Yeah. has got a magic scarf. Yeah. That's a magic CGI scarf that and makes she, an effect appearance. Like, and right she can then. fly. And she can fly. And she can fly. Yeah, so it's like, that. oh, this movie's bullshit. Yeah, this movie's complete bullshit. Oh, magic's bullshit. Oh, I see. <laughs> 
You can just, you're gonna do it. But they jump off the building and turn into money or whatever. Fuck, that doesn't work. If they don't, I mean, it was obviously they did that first trick and they're like, cool, we could make magic work on cinema, uh, on in the cinema. Let's figure out how to do that for six more tricks. And they gave up. Right, I, I, and they're getting a sequel. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Most undeserved sequel, to, they'll get that next year. Absolutely. Uh, and I got um, best uh, nostalgic best nostalgic trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tie between Escape Plan, Two Guns, and Man of Tai Chi. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- these movies, what I really liked about them is that they just reminded me of, of the 80s. Mm. You know, um, like Escape Plan, Arnold and Stallone. I don't need to tell you why that reminds me of the 80s, but not just because they're in it. The way it was played, everything, yeah. you know, it was very much like their, their staple. It's like... A more grounded fortress, or Fortress Two, or No Escape. What was it? that? Was the nineties more when they just kept doing weird prison movies in space, or an yeah. island, or and <coughs> even uh, even Two Guns. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't seen that two, yet. Two Guns is like an eighties buddy cop buddy cop movie. Cool. Um, but you know, I mean, but it, but the dialogue is a little bit more contemporary. Mm. Um, and and Man of Tai Chi is just flat out. Throwback. It's a Hong Kong movie. It's just a flat out throwback movie. But so. is that a throwback, or is that just the type of movie they make in Hong Kong? No, no, it is a throwback. I mean, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've, we've seen Hong Kong movies and everything, and they don't make these kinds of movies anymore. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that also it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's more of a mainland China movie. Mm-hmm. The main reason they went to Hong Kong was because they needed a corrupt cop, and the, Ch- uh, the Chinese film commission would, film board wouldn't, wouldn't allow their. Because they're all corrupt. That's right. Because <laughs> they're all, like, we can't have one, they're all corrupt, they're not corrupt. Also, that'd just be like inappropriate shouting award of the year to Keanu Reeves in that movie. Remember? He just like screams at the camera at one point. Well, they asked him about it yeah. like, in an interview and, and he's like, the actor did it and the director didn't mind. <laughs> there was a second one. There was two bits that were just weird, right? They're just like, what the fuck? What was, what was the other one? Well, the one was when he screams at the camera. He goes, rah, rah. Yeah. You know? And then the other one is just basically like during the, like, the, the amount of times he says, you owe me a life. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny, but it, but it didn't bug me. I mean, like yeah. it felt like those like, like that. It, it it just felt like a throwback to those kinds of movies back then. You in in back then when you watch movies like that, there was that kind of slight zaniness to it. Mm. Um, I want to have your baby's award of the year is George Clooney in Gravity. I mean, Jesus Christ, that man was charming. He was very charming in that. Absolutely fantastic in that. Um, Post credit stinger of the year. That's a pretty tricky one. Post-credit stinger. Yeah, I mean, it's a tie-up between The Wolverine and Thor 2, pretty much. You see, I, I wasn't crazy about the uh, the Thor 2 post-credit thing because it was just so out of place. But the fact that it was our first glimpse was the thing there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact, the other one, was, I mean, watching The Wolverine again over the weekend, when you see what happens there, you're like, oh, I'd forgotten he's dead. And oh, I'd forgotten. You know, they're just not explaining shit at all. And the, the un, unexplained two-year jump into the future as well. But I, I think watching... I'll probably have to see until Guide to the Galaxy trailer comes out. But like mm-hmm. I said, watching the Wolverine and then watching the, the post-credits thing and then watching the trailer straight away, it was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And did you know that the, uh, the, the, the post-credits thing at the end of Thor where he's reunited with Jane Foster, that was his wife? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Because Jane wasn't yeah, available, so just uh, slapped the wig Nat- on her. Natalie Portman was doing uh, Jane Got a Gun or something. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea about that. Yeah, no, I didn't miss it at all until some magazine said. Uh, yeah, well. What else you got? Uh, I got. Well, I, I have to bring this movie up. I get The category is I give up Marky Mark, take my fucking money. Pain and gain. What? Pain, <laughs> Pain and gain? 
I really, really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. You're going to be uh, first in line for Transformers Age of Extinction? Yeah, absolutely. It's got Dinobots, for God's sake. And Marky Mark, so fuck it. Um, uh, another one is um, Best Use of the Backstreet Boys in a Movie. This is the end. I, um, well, this was the only use of the Backstreet Boys in a movie this year, but yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know if I can sign off on that one. Uh, all right then. I, I mean, like, I'm not a Backstreet Boys fan, not by any time, but it was. I got a kick out of seeing that. It was goofy. It was one of the goofiest <laughs> fucking things. The way the, they like, we don't have an ending. Let's just do this. It's fucking funny. Um, the inaugural John Carter Award for movie most dead on arrival, but actually all right, goes to the Lone Ranger, which I'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making a habit of this of waiting till it's either out of the cinema or. You know, something that's supposed to be destroyed, terrible. Mm. Usually a Disney movie every year. I really enjoy John Carter, and I really enjoy The Lone Ranger. I really enjoyed John Carter as well. Uh, one, I got fucked films of 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P.D., Movie 43, and After Earth. You've seen all those? Um, I've seen most of them. I was, <laughs> I was not able to finish After Earth. I didn't even bother. I Honestly, I, I couldn't even wait... I didn't even reach to the point where they crashed. Really? It's that bad up front? It was fucking horrible. <laughs> Jaden Smith is a fucking... Just like every... his Every word that he says just grates. And, you know, the script is partly to blame. The dialogue is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Will Smith, I don't know what the fuck he's doing in this movie. But he's and, ghosting, right? And, AKA phoning it in. You know, I mean, it's like... I, I understand that these people have no emotion, but... Jesus. <laughs> and Jaden Smith, it's like everything was... It's like he's he's at that point where his voice is in a really weird place. Oh. And I... I, I oh, no. Stop! 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 You know, and I could not watch it. It's badly acted. Bad, you know, it, it just looked really bad. Fuck. There's this one flashback sequence where the whole point is like... First of all, you got Jaden Smith narrating. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know... <laughs> and then and then he's telling a story about his father being a great warrior and while he's telling the story of his father being a great warrior you see Will Smith being a great warrior and it looks hysterical really it's just it just looks ridiculous and I was like watch, and I was like I was actually kind of looking forward to watching it mm. because I just thought how it can't be that bad it's like watching a car crash it cannot be that I'm bad on a rubberneck you know I've seen movies where everyone says it's shit and I'm like no it's not I mean, mm. it's not great but it's not shit but tempering your expectations always can help yeah you know it's like it's like a, I went in but just like R.I.P.D I went into R.I.P.D thinking this is gonna be a fucking train wreck and you know what the first 20 minutes is actually good no yeah, the first 20 minutes is actually good after that, it, be, it's, it just takes this left turn and just becomes an absolute train wreck. Mm. But the first 20 minutes, I was, I turned to, you know, I, I turned to my wife, I was like, is it me or is this actually quite funny? <laughs> and then, you know, she's like, yeah, it's quite funny. And then 20, yeah. 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, this is a piece of shit. It just died ass. <laughs> uh, but movie 43 is just god awful yeah, as well. I mean, that that's well. just, you just feel completely insulted. I heard there was an interview with Stephen Merchant and someone said, why movie 43? And he's like, oh, it's just, you know. One of the Farley brothers said, do you want to do this quick thing for fun? That seems to be how everyone got shanghaied into it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more categories? or should, Do you have a movie of the year category? I do, I do, I do. What is your... Are you, do you have any more you want to clear out it's, before we get there? It's... Uh, these are my... The, the Bearing in mind, I haven't seen everything. Mm. You know, there's quite a few things that I haven't seen. But um, my two favorite movies... My three favorite movies of the year so far are uh, Gravity, Before Midnight, and Rush. Oh. Do you think... I think 
it's always hard to tell because either I haven't looked into it or I don't keep up with the box office that much. But has Rush kind of died in its ass? Uh, yes, it has. Yeah, it's a pity. It's very much a pity. I didn't do a top three. It's just like for me, the movie of the year was just Gravity. It was just like, fuck, when I came out of that movie, I was like stunned. Absolutely just amazing cinema making. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I think uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yep. Just a, it's a, a treat for the senses. Cool. Oh, we have emails. <clears throat> if you want to email us in, as we said before, it's podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Yeah. Our first email comes in from Jujubees. I think we've had an email from Jujubees before. Have we? I think so. Mm. Message. Hey, guys. I'm sitting here at my popcorn drizzled with chocolate. First of all, fuck. Ugh. <laughs> and talking to my husband about good-looking actors over the age of 50. The last bit of our conversation went something like this. Me, I don't think Chuck Norris is handsome. Hubs, no one likes Chuck Norris because they think he's handsome. Anyway, who do you think are some handsome old actors? Chuck Norris looks like a lump of wood these days, but really squinty. He looks like a squinty beaver. Uh, <laughs> Chuck Norris has never looked good. No. I mean, he's never been a handsome guy. That's not why you like Chuck the Norris. Of, uh, the you appeal like of, Chuck Norris because he of, beats the shit out of him. Yeah, the appeal of uh, Walker's Texas Ranger was he <laughs> wore a hat to hide in his face most of the time and kick people. Um, oh, face like a two-bore. He's got weasel eyes. That's what I was thinking. It's not a beaver. He's got it's, his weasel eyes are getting worse as he gets older. They're just receding into two tiny little points in mm-hmm. his face, and he's getting to look more and more like a piece of wood. Good look. I mean, like good-looking older actors, like Brad Pitt. After watching World War Z, that dude is aging so fucking well. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I reckon he sleeps you know, in Tupperware or something like a sealed case. You know, even even uh, Keanu Reeves is he's he's fifty. Yeah. You know, and it's. Fuck. What? <laughs> you know, you could do Bill and Ted tomorrow. He'd still look fine. Yeah. You know, so that that's that's the clothes that the wardrobe probably still fits. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. You yeah. know, I mean, also you got you know people, you know, like, um, you know, like Robert Redford wasn't aging well, but now he's reached that point where he's grown into his face. He's grown into his he's grown into his old face, yeah. and, and he actually looks pretty badass. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Warren Beatty's kind of disappeared so God knows what the fuck he looks like now mm. I think Morgan Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson also but don't... Morgan Freeman's always looked old yeah <laughs> I mean he has old man face but he has great old man face yeah 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 and he's got those weird like, dots like, and shit you know, on his face Ed right? Harris Ed Harris as well is, yeah. um, you know he's one of those guys that has always kind of looked middle aged yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but he's, he's, he's really at that point now he looks good Viggo Mortensen is uh, he's aging yeah, really well good, well good looking guy um, what else we got fuck <laughs> I mean Tom Cruise but I'm sure there's something behind that Tom Cruise that's crazy he just <laughs> he just looks fucking weird now yeah because he's all teeth because he's all he's still like fucking fit as, fit yeah. as shit and he just looks crazy and you know for for the person you know for mm. the person in humanity most resembling a piece of teak furniture Ernie's not doing too bad I mean he puts a shirt on so you don't see those horrible... What was it? There's just, oh, there's a couple of scenes in The Wolverine where Hugh Jackman's got those crazy Ernie veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, don't yeah. look good. No, it yeah. looks like it's about to pop in every fucking minute. Well, that's, that's that, the problem. Actually, Sylvester... I think Stallone's got them more. Stallone's got that even more. It yeah. just looks weird. It looks yeah. fucking bizarre. Dolph Lundgren's a very good-looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... We saw him like when he was that little dot on the yeah. stage in Hall H, and even in. Um... But the but but the African American actors they age very well. Like Denzel's mm. aging amazingly. Uh, even Wesley Snipes still looks exactly the fucking same. Mm. You know, um, Jamie Fox. You know, none of these. <coughs> what is Jamie Fox? He's probably like in his forties. I mean, like yeah, he's that's been the You gotta go over fifty for these old guys, really. Yeah. yeah, but Morgan Freeman, he's always looked old. Yeah. Morgan, you, have you, did, I show, did I show you the vine of like yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. doing Morgan Freeman voice? It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. 
Morgan Freeman went to the fridge and saw that he had no milk. And that's when Morgan Freeman knew he was going to the store. <laughs> we also have another email before we get to the reviews. Right. Our other email comes in from my mate Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, What's up, Dave? Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Dave starts by saying, first of all, let me start by saying, Chung Chi Rankin suck a dick. This is following on from Dave's last email, last email where he said, uh, Leon Tan can suck a dick. I thought he said, fuck Leon Tan. Oh, I said fuck Leon Tan yeah that's true can you see where I'm going with this pass on my apologies to Leon Tan I have no beef with him nor Chung Chi Ren my beef goes way back to a rooftop New Year's Eve there's a lot of ellipses in here to a New Year's Eve 1999 well maybe not that far back 22 months back may way back when I had a chance to be that third wheel the third chair to your gruesome twosome but it never happened empty promises people of your ilk should know actions like that spawn super villains it's a very dangerous game to play someday somehow <laughs> Uh, he didn't like the bit with uh, he f- didn't point out the Thor the, the trains in Thor uh, that was me uh, Ender's game he thought um, Grandan Ford he thought he was brutal he kept making ridiculous analogies that he couldn't think of uh, and he also gave us some uh, condolences about uh, Paul Walker he's going to miss him as well I thought it was him who said the thing about Thor never mind so thanks for your email Dave right 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 yeah moving on oh, fuck. that was it yeah. <laughs> that's about it but I think it was just fuck Chung Chi Ren <laughs> he'll send us some more uh, I forgot I, shit I forgot Frozen oh well never mind. Uh, the reviews this week then we'll do quick reviews of The Lone Ranger and Gatchaman cool so did you grow up with Gatchaman I did I did was it Gatchaman or was it Battle of the Planets with me it was uh, Battle of the Planets yeah because I think I remember seeing bits of it mm-hmm. but it would have been Battle of the Planets yeah well I mean like I, I mean I grew, I grew up with it but it's not to say I grew up with it throughout you know I mean yeah. like uh, it was sort of mainly it was a, I, rem, I remember it to be roughly around the same time as like Voltron and stuff like that mm. um, and I you know it was on for a couple of years and then disappeared and then it just kind of disappeared um, but for those of you who don't know, it was one of those shows that was taken from Japan and edited heavily for Western audiences and changed yeah. up a bit, and they added a cute robot and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it kind of freaked me out as a kid. Yeah? A little bit. Like, the villain freaked me out. The villain freaked me <laughs> out. Tower, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that, his fucking face, you know, I just felt... Because <laughs> it was like, it's a, like a weird pointy face there. And it's also, I mean, it's one of the things that they, they've actually even changed in the Gatchaman movie, because it was... Uh, this is live action, right? Yeah, this is live action. But in the original Japanese version, the bad guy's name is Berg Katze, who was later revealed to be a shape-shifting mutant hermaphrodite. Right. Because in the TV show, it was it, they just I think they played it like it was a woman, right? In the, in the Battle of the Planets. Yeah, 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 yeah. They kept it that way. Yeah, because because he had fucking red lips. Yeah, he had red yeah, lips, and he like, wore like knee high. He wore thigh high fucking stuff. And, and, and I think that's why it freaked me out. Because as a kid, it's like, what is this? What are these feelings? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm confused. I think I want to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look like that. <laughs> so yeah. The shows had just iconic things where like there's what it's five or six kids and they all have like bird themed outfits. It's a fat guy, a little kid, a girl, and two kind of other guys. They had a kind of a cool base. They had a cool plane. Precursor to Silverhawks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this new movie, mm-hmm. it's like it's Gatchaman Begins in a way. It's, like it's the it's the dark gritty retelling. And it's a it's a Japanese movie. Yeah, it's a Japanese movie. Um, it starts. It's weird. It starts with like you know the Galactor all these words just thrown at you these guys the Galactors who look like 
They look like uh, Power Rangers bad guys with a budget. Right. They kind of look like cool suits. You know, that kind of look that when you see the original, you know when they go to a fight scene in the Power Rangers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the effects take a jump in a weird direction. It's not like they're worse. Like, the, the film quality always goes weird because it's a transfer from Japanese to American TV, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, the level of detail in those suits they make sometimes is actually, they're quite detailed. And they're quite crazy looking. But they are also doing it on a shoestring budget, so they are a bit crap looking. Yeah. And it's got that same weird vibe where they've got these kind of cool robot suits. Mm-hmm. And for maybe a couple of million more, mm-hmm. it would look badass. Yeah, yeah. But as it is, it's kind of like, is that pepper mache? <laughs> the kid's it's suits? Like, I think it is. I think it is. Did that just dent when he punched it? Um, the kid's suits come in as well. There's all this weird shit that's never explained. Like there's receptors who are able to use these stones that give them the power to fight back these Galactors who destroyed half of Europe who worked for Bird Katze, who's a guy to start with, but then he's a chick, then he's a guy again, then something else happens. And it starts off very fun and kind of out there, you know, it's got like the five kids are undercover, there's a big fucking wheel attacking Tokyo, so they go take it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's very fun, That remind, that's a little bit like what I think the old kids show was about. Right. So they're just like... Sorry. Huh. What? Next huh? door, it's next door. Oh, yeah, it's next door. <laughs> um... <laughs> You hear that? Is it? Yes, Lord, it's me. Sure. Um, God forbid we should be on drugs. Yeah. So, you know, so they get into their gear and their suits no longer look bird-like. They still got the kind of visors and stuff like that, but they're more mecha-looking kind of things. Mm. And they fly around. Now, remember Man of Steel, when he jumps around and stuff, like there was a few bits with uh, Feora looking fast. Yeah, yeah. And that worked because she moves that way. Yeah. And also they put the millions of dollars into cape technology cape mesh technology to get that looking right when they move fast yeah this looks like they've just skipped frames in the animation process like the capes always look weird right at all times they never look like a cape would do that they do some flippy things off buildings and stuff like that and it just comes off as a little bit well, cheap well, CGI the, the, the Gatchaman capes are weird anyway are they? yeah I mean, I mean in the well they were animated back then so. yeah but I mean like uh the capes always looked a little out of place hmm. anyway. You know, I mean, why would a pilot have a fucking cape? Well, this is, they, they jump around like they're flying. They're right. Actually, superhero flying. Right, okay. And even, the, they don't look like bird suits. Jun's isn't even white anymore. Or whatever so it's the same characters is. and everything? Well, it's Ken, George, Jun, Ken. No, don't worry, Ken. Ryu. So, yeah, they're the same kind of characters, although they call him George. I think that might have been a fuck up on the point of the subtitles because I think Wikipedia says it's Joe. And they do call him George! They never really pronounce the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, George has been in Europe and like, so I'm saying it's this fun, stupid, cheesy Power Ranger stuff. And then George turns up in his black armor from Europe. And then all this shit comes out about when they were trainees training with this other chick, Naomi, who died. Mm-hmm. So you bring all this ex-girlfriend heaviness into it. And then they're going undercover for some reason, even though they're to protect everybody. They're meet- it's kind of the plot that doesn't make an awful lot of sense. Right. And then they're meeting a bad guy, a guy who works for the guy who wants to defect, and then it's not really a real defection, it's a fake defection, and then it's like, oh, people are dying, and it goes weirdly heavy and like about the themes of what it means to be a leader and what you know, making sacrifices and all this kind of shit. But, well, a- but Asian cinema has never been afraid of, of doing that. Of like, you know, trying out the rule book when it comes to writing scripts. No, in terms of genres, like uh, one thing about Asian cinema, like Jap- um, particularly like Japanese and, and Hong Kong cinema, mm. um, I'm not too sure about Korean, but I think Japanese and Hong Kong cinema have always been, I wouldn't say very good at it, but mm. they've always been very game to have very crazy tone, like tone changes, tonal shifts. But this happens throughout, so it's like, 
And also, there's no. I don't know whether it could be the subtitles or it could be whatever. But, you know, the even, humor. There's no humor that works. But even anime, even anime yeah. is like that. Anime jumps, jumps. But there are some that work. Like this, wasn't funny at all. Hmm. And it gets into this heavy shit going on, and it's all like becoming galactic. They could be. They could be corrupted and all this kind of bullshit. And they eventually get into the God Phoenix. It's not even really the God Phoenix. The, the plane thing they had. Yeah. And like, there's a little nod there. I think in regards to they drive, they fly out of an explosion, and the fucking thing's on fire. Like right. in the cartoon, right? You remember that bit? Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, going yeah. fire to blow shit up. And that, yeah, yeah. But even that looks like the effects again have that level where they look like PlayStation Three graphics, as opposed to PlayStation Two graphics, which say something like Cast Hearn looked like. Right. So it's just there's no, as I said, it could be a translation thing, but humor didn't carry across at all. Like none of the humor. There's no laughs in this movie, as far as I can tell. Right. Um, Is there a lot of people in the cinema? It's about fifteen. Right. Some of them actually were speaking Japanese, so they might have enjoyed it. And also, I know that because they were talking the entire time to the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's, like, for example, I've, I told you before, I'm already watching Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. There's moments of humor, pathos, grief, and all sorts of crazy shit going on there, and it all comes across. Right. And this is a movie. So, I'm, sorry, it all comes across where 80%, 20% of the time they're just using still frames because they're saving budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this, it just... It just it's not it's not like a Spider-Man Batman type thing it's just it's a budget below that if you know what I mean right okay so that kind of cheapness kind of comes off a little bit in the whole thing and also and I mean it also could be a trope in Japanese cinema that uh, you know leaders are terrible because it's got like you know the Evangelion thing of like people just not knowing how to deal with kids at all mm-hmm. like their commander guy who's like the, the not the, the the leader of the group has some shit to deal with like the leader of the actual heroes but his kind of supposed mentor is dog shit regarding any kind of mentorship whatsoever he's just yeah you guys argue and have massive breakdown I'm not really going to give any parental guidance at all because you're massively powerful and I've got better things to do like look at this TV screen so yeah I mean having not been familiar with the show it doesn't seem to be tying back to the old show at all so I don't know really why they would have made it oh that's a shame pretty much yeah because it's going to be a lot of fun oh well going on quickly then to the next movie I saw which is The Lone Ranger right so obviously this is as I got my John Carter award it's obvious I kind of like this yeah uh, but, but it has you're, you're, got its problems you're, you're not the only one I mean even Tarantino put it as one of his favourite films of the year yeah and his reasoning behind that was the train sequence at the end mainly the train sequence yeah. I mean he said that he you know he didn't like the middle bit or something like it but, uh, but yeah. uh, there, are, there are problems with it because it starts in the middle of the Lone Ranger story mm-hmm. and then it cuts to a framing device years later and then it cuts to the beginning of the Lone Ranger story right when Tonto and Rain like, so it begins with them robbing a bank and then it cuts to a kid at a fair and then it begins with them not even met Himself and Tonto, I mean. Right. Um, Johnny Depp's shtick didn't get to me too much on this at all. Army Hammer's pretty all right, but he, they are playing it the way that he's got to become the legend. Right. And he's a goofball at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Army Hammer to me just... Uh, I just don't get it. Well, you should watch this. He's pretty good in it. Like, I mean, he's believable enough. Johnny Depp isn't... I didn't find him intensely annoying. There's kind of an old man Johnny Depp thing going on. It's a bit weird. And I mean, there's, and there's the, the... He's doing the Jack... Sparrow thing just in a different way like that bird on his head is pretty funny he's just constantly giving it uh, bird seed or something like that mm-hmm. and everyone's like the bird's dead man it's like a stuffed thing on his head mm-hmm. and then three quarters of the movie they reveal a terrifying past that he had but why he acts so crazy like, yes oh. I, I heard about that yeah. oh. oh shit um, Michael Fickner is absolutely awesome William William sorry William Fickner 
A, unrecognizable. And B, he's a pretty good bad guy. He looks like he's got like long hair. There's a fucking huge cut in his lip. Like, I don't know how they did that. William just, Fick, I mean, William Fickner's been around for a long time. Yeah. He, he, he deserves to get like a... He deserves his good... He deserves the breaks that he's getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, 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 no he, problem he, there. He was, you know, he was good fun in... Uh, I mean, fuck. You know... Uh, I still need to see what was it, Drive Angry. Was that what he was in that as well, wasn't Yeah, he? he was in Drive Angry, um, <coughs> Armageddon, Elysium... You know he's he's playing Shredder in the in, in the Ninja yeah. Turtles movie, so still don't know how I feel about that. Well, yeah, I watch this might give you some. Uh, he's always uh, he's always good. I've never yeah. seen him anything bad. And this he's like almost like I have to look it up. He's unrecognizable to first at start with. Yeah, like uh, skinny, crazy looking kind of nightmare kind of bandito guy. Um, there's a weird bit. You know they they said before. Came why in. is it so long? Because of that framing device, like cutting back to this kid interrogating old Johnny Depp about shit. Right, and there's probably you know there's a, like this train sequence at the beginning, and it is like stuff goes on. They go meandering, and it kind of goes harsh. I mean, an entire posse gets wiped the fuck out. I mean, there is there is you know they had problems with budget before. There was rumors of them like having werewolves and shit in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't quite happen. Silver is involved, but there is a mystical element to it. Mm-hmm. But that mystical element is quite funny. Like Tonto is Tonto's the horse. Right? Silver's the horse. Yeah, Silver is actually some kind of spirit horse. Oh, right. And that makes total sense. And, like, um, even Tonto's own tribe treat him like he's a fucking crazy person. Why are you hanging out with him? Mm-hmm. So that kind of is funny. But this horse, like, you know, they're trapped in a barn. It's on fire. And they're looking around. They look up the chimney. And the horse is up there already. Oh, right. Yeah, there's a point where the horse is in the tree. And Johnny Depp just looked. They've after escaping some scrapes. And they look over. And just Johnny Depp looks at the horse and goes, something very wrong with that horse. <laughs> And he does talk about like nature is out of whack. There's this kind of so there is this weird supernatural element going on. There's these weird rabbits in it that attack things for no reason. That is odd. But it, you know they got the whole thing. He's got to convince Army Hammer that he is the spirit of vengeance and all this kind of stuff. And you're it's hit it's it's hit and miss whether he is still by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to that train, I mean the first train sequence is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the second the train sequence has got a series of trains on parallel tracks crossing over each other. People going from train to train. The Lone Ranger on a horse on top of a train shooting dudes and jumping all over the place. It's, it is very well done. Cool. Um, and there's a very, very good joke about what Kimosabi means. That's, okay. that's I mean, there's so many good points in there that it, it carried me over the bad points. Where he's like, why are we back with this fucking old man Johnny Depp? Just tell us a story. So they did go a bit overindulgent. But if you like Rango and you like... The, the first part's Caribbean movie, I don't see why I wouldn't like it. So I reckon it might be just one of these things where the bad press overrun it. Right. All right, then. So I definitely go... So I, I'd say you'll enjoy it, just, but it's one of those movies where you just settle in for the night. If you're not going to do anything else, just watch it. Because it is pretty long. It's pretty. It, it's a bit long. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah? Yeah. Definitely worth seeing. As usual, we'll finish up with the US and Malaysian box office top ten. Let's do it. Okay. Starting with Malaysia. Starting with Malaysia. At number 10, Thor The Dark World. At number 9, Homefront. I want to go see that. Yeah, me too. Number 8, Everybody's Business. Number 7, Benegal. Number 6, Ula. Number 5, Captain Phillips. Number 4, Estas. <laughs> Muntungu Aku Datang. Number 3, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Number 2, The White Storm. And at number 1, it's Frozen, which I could have reviewed, but I forgot about it, so I'll review it next time. Sweet. And uh, in the US, number 10, Dallas Buyers Club. You really want to see that, don't you? Yeah, I do, I do. Number 9, Philomena. Have you heard about that? Yeah, this is with Judy Dench and, and uh, uh, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. It's supposed to be very good it's as well. It's supposed to be very good. 
Number eight, The Best Man Holiday. Number seven, The Book Thief. Number six, Homefront. Number five, Delivery Man, or AKA uh, Vince Vaughn phones in again. Number four, Thor, The Dark World. Number three, Out of the Furnace. Yep, Into Christian Bale. Oh yeah, it's uh, that. Uh, yeah, it, that, I mean, it's got it's got a cast to die for. It's got a cast to die for, but I think it's at number one on the list. Oh, not number one. There's a list on BuzzFeed. Somebody shared it and said this is depressing. Oh, it was Joe Hill, I think. You know, um, depressing. Yeah. Yeah. You no know, way. Uh, what's his name? It's uh, Stephen Kingston tweeted. This is depressing, and it's like the list of original movies. Mm-hmm. So there are things like The Heat, mm-hmm. but uh, Out of the Furnace is opened with one of the worst box offices of the year. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's not making money. No. Um, and, and that cast ain't cheap. No, no, but it's an amazing cast. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. I've heard really good things. I'm going to go see that. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be very good. And at number one, we've got Frozen as well, which don't believe... I'm, I'm amazed that actual people... That's a movie that based on the marketing I thought people wouldn't go to see because that snowman is terrifyingly annoying mm-hmm. in the ads, mm-hmm. but makes perfect sense in the movie. I mean, it might be genius on their behalf. You know, like, Captain Phillips and... Something else I saw recently where the trailers did not give away the movie because we we've given out about this before. Yeah. The number of fucking things we got the trailer for the trailer, the teaser for the trailer, the tra- the trailer itself. By the time you get the TV trailer two or TV trailer three, they've given away half the fucking movie. Yeah. I'm not sure whether it was incredibly dumb on Frozen's behalf or incredibly clever because it is actually a very well written kids movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no, not all, the, all of the reviews have been great. Yeah, and it's not pandering at all. Yeah. But the trailers make it look like a completely different film. No, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, a few a few websites talked about that, saying mm-hmm. that, yeah, I mean, like uh, the movie should the movie should find an audience, you know, but uh, the the marketing team completely dropped the ball. Yeah, but I'm not sure if they did because we talk a lot about expectations going into films. Yeah. And my expectation says like, oh fuck, I said it because it's out here before the UK. I said I'd do see it for a review. Yeah. And I went along. And was like, oh, oh, oh. It's actually quite good. <laughs> oh. oh. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We may talk to you again in 2013, but probably not because we're lazy. So we might talk to you again in 2014. When we do, we'll probably talk about The Hobbit and um, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Good night. Bye.